Station Administrator Farine knew there was a problem when several Azure Court soldiers entered the main control room of Skoroko Station with weapons drawn. He and the technicians that control Skoroko Station, that keep it fighting against the gravitational pull of the planet Iris, stand with their hands held up as those weapons are pointed at them. The station administrator asks, what's going on? And one of the Azure Court soldiers says, don't ask questions. Everybody out of the room. And gestures towards the door. The technicians look to Administrator Farine, and he nods slowly. And they begin making their way towards the exit. As the technicians walk, Administrator Farine says, But really, what is happening here? We cannot be away from our stations for long. We have work to do. The Azure Court soldier who spoke looks at him and says, I said no questions, now move. As Farin is waiting for the others to filter out, he sees another Azure Court soldier step up to the controls and initiate a station-wide lockdown. He's about to question it as another Azure Court soldier begins pushing him towards the doors. As he's going, he looks back and he sees that same Azure Court soldier who initiated the lockdown, deactivate the engines that keep Skoroko Station from falling into the gravity well of the planet Iris. Farine waits for a moment for the alarm to sound, but there is no alarm. He looks at the Azure Court soldiers and he says, What are you doing? You're consigning the station to destruction. Surely you must initiate the evacuation. The Azure Court soldier who spoke says, move out into the hallway. And it's in that moment that Station Administrator Farine knows. There will be no warning. He takes a breath, his hand slipping into his pocket where his ident card is. And then with a burst of action, He rushes across the room. He slams his ident card down on the station computer. And he presses the general alarm. In the background, an alarm begins to chime. But station administrator Farine doesn't have time to think about that. As a shot rings out in the room. And he crumples to the ground. The other administrators of Skoroko Station crowd around. There's a gasp. And then the Azure Court soldiers turn and open fire on the rest of the administrators. As the gunshots die down over the comms of Skoroko Station, A voice says, Warning, orbital decay imminent. Warning, orbital decay imminent. Warning, orbital decay imminent.
Welcome back for another episode of Errant Adventures, the solo actual play podcast where stories are told at the speed of dice. With me, Steve Morrison, your game master and solo player. Now come on, let's grab the dice and see where our story goes. Welcome back for another episode of Season 3, Cry Havoc. Last time, Wolf and the Azure King faced off. She's about to strike him down when he sheds his robes and reveals an iron and obsidian body. With a gesture, he reveals himself to be a paragon, and raises his dead guards to defend him. Wolf and Kiana Arden are hard-pressed to defend against their initial assault. Battle ensues between Wolf, Arden, and Volkov soldiers against the undead Azure Guard, while the Azure King attempts to escape. Wolf interposes herself between him and the exit, and gets in a number of brutal cuts, all of which seem to have little effect on him. She's almost overwhelmed by the Azure Guard as the Azure King makes its way to the lift down to the docking bay. He's about to escape through the lift when Wolf shoots the control panel with her laser pistol and burns him. Seeing a weak point, she drives her blade through it, killing the Azure King. A warning sounds, alerting the station to imminent orbital decay. Wolf and Arden head to the command deck to try and stop the station's demise, while Commander Volkov attempts to evacuate as many people as he can. Alexis Wolf and Kiana Arden race for the lifts that head up to the command deck. The warning of orbital decay being imminent continues to play on the speaker's throughout the station. And as they're running towards the lift, they're seeing people scattering this way and that way, panic in their eyes. Skoroko Station, as any good space station, has an evacuation plan. And having been warned, the people of Skoroko Station are making their way to their designated evacuation zones. But what they don't know yet is that the station has been locked down and the escape pods and everything that would allow them to escape this falling station has been sealed off by the capricious and now dead Azure King. Wolf and Arden reach one of the lifts, and I think we should probably ask the Oracle whether or not there is room. Are people taking the lifts, or... Are there special designated ways for them to get to their evacuation zones without going on the lifts? I think it's likely that they're able to find a lift that they can take up to the command center. Because I don't think that there are a whole lot of lifts that are going in that direction. There are people scattering through the hallways towards the evacuation uh, escape pods on this deck. And so I think it is likely that they're going to find an open lift. 75 or less, 56 on the dice is a yes. So they rush over to one of the lifts and find it open and active. Wolf and Arden enter. They press the button for the command center deck and the lift begins to rise. It only takes a few seconds for the lift to go from this main level where this central courtyard on Skoroko Station is located up to the command deck. 
And when the door opens, Wolf and Arden explode out from it, racing down the hallway towards the command center. Second question for the Oracle, do they run into a group of Azure Court soldiers coming from the command center on their way? I think this one is unlikely because I think the events that we saw at the beginning of this episode happened a little bit before Wolf and Arden made their way up here. And so I think it's it's unlikely that they're going to run into that patrol of Azure Court soldiers. So that would be 25 or less. 11 is a yes. They do run into it, and it's a match, so there is some sort of twist. So Wolf and Arden are racing through the hallways, and they come around a corner, and there are four Azure Court soldiers sprinting away from the command center. Arden sees them, and she calls out to them and says, Soldiers, stop. I'm Operative Arden. Tell me what is happening in the command center. I think the complication is that when the fighting started, an alert went out to the rest of the Azure Court soldiers on the station that Kiana Arden had turned against them. And so I think they know that she is not loyal to the Azure King. What they don't know is that the Azure King is dead. And so for all intents and purposes in their mind, she is a traitor. So I think that these four Azure Court soldiers don't even hesitate. They raise their weapons and prepare to open fire. Wolf and Arden are more than a match for four of these individuals. So we're going to do a quick battle here, and we're going to roll plus iron, which is fight in close to overpower your foe. Uh, as Wolf draws the iron blade that Arden gave her, and Arden pulls out a laser pistol and prepares to fight, we're going to roll plus iron, which is plus three for Wolf. Eight on the action score, a four and a three on the challenge dice for a strong hit. On a strong hit, you achieve your objective unconditionally. You and any allies who join the battle may take plus two momentum. So we're going to move our momentum up from four to six as Wolf draws her sword and sprints past, kind of sliding on her knees as the first shots ring out. And she cuts up, and I think she has restrained herself again after unleashing her rage against the Azure King. And so she cuts down these Azure Court soldiers, but she does so in a way to incapacitate them and not to kill them. So she drives them to the ground. I think Kiana Arden maybe doesn't have as much of an inclination to keep them alive as Wolf does, and she shoots one of them as Wolf's blade sings through the air. In a matter of seconds, the battle is over, and these four Azure Court soldiers are laying on the ground, groaning in pain. Wolf leaps to her feet, and Arden strides forward next to her, and together the two of them take off, again, towards the command station. 
knowing that every second counts as the station is more and more being pulled down by the gravity of the planet Iris. And there is a tipping point at which the engines on this station are not going to be strong enough to pull the station out of the gravity well. And if they can't re-engage the thrusters before then, it's not going to matter what they do. This station is going down and will crash on the planet Iris. So Wolf and Kiana Arden continue making their way towards the command center. They take a couple more turns in the hallways as they're sprinting. And the last one, they turn and see a group of bodies just outside the door to the command center. The bodies are technicians, Skoroko station technicians, who appear to have been gunned down in cold blood. Wolf and Arden look to each other and Wolf says, do you think it was? And Arden nods and says, yes, I'm sure it was. The Azure King ordered this station to go down. These technicians wouldn't allow that. So those soldiers just killed them? Should not have been so kind. And together they rush over the bodies to the doors of the command center and discover that the doors are locked and sealed. I have another question for the Oracle, and this is going to determine how we proceed. How locked down is it? Is it so challenging that we need to have a scene challenge where we have multiple roles trying to resolve the situation? Or can we resolve this in just one or two roles? I think it's 50-50. So 50 or less, the station is pretty messed up and we're going to have to do a scene challenge to try and resolve this. 90, so it's not that messed up. Okay, so they approach the doors and... They're checking over everything. The doors themselves are locked, but they haven't been heat welded together to prevent the doors from opening. The Azure Court soldiers just locked the doors before they left, assuming that that would be enough to keep out anyone who might try to come this direction. Again, they're just trying to slow anybody down who might be trying to get into this command center as opposed to actually going through the effort of sealing everything up tight. So Wolf and Arden begin working on the locks and I think Wolf is trying to override the security lockdown on the door itself and we're gonna roll plus wits as we face some danger. Six for the action score, a seven and a one on the challenge dice for a weak hit. You succeed, but not without a cost, make a suffer move at minus one. I'm going to take a hit to my momentum. Momentum down, moves down from six to five as it takes a little bit longer than Wolf would like. And she feels the sweat beating on her forehead as she's trying to break through the encryption on this door. But the security door of the command center on Skoroko Station is not something that you can easily bypass. So it takes a few moments of her and Arden working together to overcome the security lock. And then the door slides open. And the two of them step into the room. 
and immediately they're hit with the smell of death, just as they were outside in the hallway. And they see a figure crumpled by one of the main consoles. Looks as though he's been shot in the back. And Wolf steps over to that console. She sees a bloody ident card laying on the ground next to him. And she crouches down and picks it up and looks at it. And it says, Station Administer Farine. She looks down at the station administrator and then up where the spatter of blood is on the console. And she says, I think he's the one who activated the alarm. Thank you, Administrator Farine. We're going to try and make sure that your death was not in vain. And so she is going to stand at the controls and using his card, she is going to access the system and try to override the lockdown on the station's systems. Now, again, I think the Azure Court put some work into locking everything down. I don't think it's just a matter of swiping the ident card and then pressing a few buttons and turning it back on. But I do think the ident card gets her past a level of security that she would otherwise have to break through. So she is going to continue to face danger as she accesses the station security systems and attempts to override the lockdown placed by the Azure Court soldiers. Face danger, we'll do wits again, plus two. Seven for the action score, a two and a one on the challenge dice for a strong hit. Successful take plus one momentum. So she successfully overrides the lockdown and is able to start activating systems once again. I have one further question for the Oracle, which is in addition to locking down the security systems and deactivating the engines, keeping Skoroko station from falling into the gravitational pull of the planet, did the Azure Court soldiers also sabotage those engines? And I think there's almost no chance because I don't think they had the time to physically sabotage the systems themselves. So I think there's almost no chance, but that doesn't mean that there is zero chance. So 10 or less on the dice will be a yes that they sabotaged the physical engines. 97, way far away from that. So the answer is no, no, and no. Wolf goes ahead and activates the thrusters and engines again. And I think we should go ahead and mark Box of Progress on Get Kiana Arden off Skoroko Station. That takes us up to five boxes of progress. Now, maybe for the most important question, did they reach this place in time to reactivate the thrusters before the fall was far enough that the thrusters would not be able to override the uh, gravitational pull of the planet? I think it's likely that they reached the control center in time because I've gotten mostly successes, only a couple of minor setbacks. So I think it's likely 
that they reached the control center in time and were able to reactivate everything before they cross that point of no return. So this is going to be 75 or less on the dice. Here we go. Oh, no. 87, which is a no. So Wolf, standing over the control panel, fingers flying as fast as she can type and redirect and reorient things, she overrides the lockdown. She reactivates the thrusters. Her shoulders sort of slump with a, a relief as she turns to Arden and says, there, station's back up and running. I think we'll be okay. And then she sees the look on Kiana Arden's face. Arden is looking at a central display, showing the planet and the station in relative proximity. And there is a red line projected on this screen that Skoroko Station has crossed. Kiana Arden turns to Wolf and says, I'm sorry, Wolf. We didn't make it in time. The thrusters will help slow the descent, but this station is going down. It looks like this station has been slowly cutting back their thruster power for weeks as fuel reserves have run low, bringing the station closer and closer to the point of no return. We weren't without power for long, but it was long enough. The station's going down. Wolf bows her head and curses. And then she turns and finds the comm system for Skoroko Station and activates it. And she says, Residents of Skoroko Station, my name is Alexis Wolf. The Azure King is dead. But he has consigned this station to fall to the planet Iris. We have lifted the lockdown that will prevent evacuation. All station residents evacuate immediately. The thrusters have been re-engaged and they will slow the descent of the station. But this station is falling as we speak and will hit the planet. Everyone evacuate quickly. Wolf out. Well, I guess I have another important question to ask the Oracle, which is how imminent is the station going to crash into the planet? Is it a matter of moments? Is it a matter of hours? I want to say that because they reached this place in, in relatively quick order, even though it was past the point of no return, Wolf has activated the thrusters to full thrust because there is no point in saving any fuel now. So the thrusters are firing at full capacity. They are going to slow the descent of the station, but I don't know that they're going to slow it enough. So I'm going to say that it is likely that they have at least half an hour before the station slams into the planet's surface. So let's go ahead and roll our Ask the Oracle. 75 or less. 76, they've got moments. Arden 
points to the display and says, Wolf, we've got to get out of here. It's minutes before this station impacts. We've done what we can. It's time to get off the station. Wolf looks around and she says, Is there anything else we can do? Is there any way that we can slow the descent even more? Is there? Is there anything she can do? I think she is going to take a moment and attempt to gather some information. She is going through the computer system to see if there are any other emergency procedures that she could activate that might help the station. This is plus wits. Three on the action score, a nine and a 10 on the challenge dice. That is a miss. Your investigation unearths a dire threat or reveals an unwelcome truth that undermines your quest. Pay the price. I don't even need to roll on pay the price here. The answer is no. There is nothing that Wolf can do to prevent this station from crashing into the planet Iris. And the two minutes that she took to search through the databases as Arden is standing there going, come on, come on, we've got to go is two minutes that they did not have. The station is falling faster and faster. The thrusters are beginning to give way as the gravitational pull of the planet is overriding the strength of those thrusters. And they're beginning to strain themselves and short out. And the station is shuddering as they're moving, Wolf begins to see indicators that escape pods and escape ships are jettisoning off of the station. But finally, she looks up at Kiana Arden and says, there's nothing else we can do. That's what I've been saying, Wolf. Arden says, now let's go. And the two of them are going to turn and run question is, they're on the command deck. I think it is almost certain that there are escape pods here on the command deck. So let's ask the Oracle. 90 or less is a yes. 76. So that is under that threshold. So yes, there are escape pods here. So we are going to mark another box of progress for get Kiana Arden off Skoroko Station. The two of them sprint out of the control station as the lower parts of the station are beginning to break up as it's entering the atmosphere of the planet Iris. The station is shuddering and shaking and the two of them are stumbling and being thrown up against walls and picking themselves up, picking each other up, dragging themselves forward as the lights on the station are beginning to flicker Power conduits are beginning to overload from the strain of this unimaginable descent towards the planet. The two of them race down the hallway, following the emergency lights as they flash, leading them towards the escape pods. They enter this area, and there are only a couple of escape pods on the command deck. There weren't that many people on the command deck, and most of them are dead anyways. Wolf and Arden arrive at the evacuation zone on this deck, and there are a pair of escape pods waiting for them. 
They clamber into one, and as they're getting ready to launch, they hear footsteps behind them. It's the injured Azure Court soldiers, two of them dragging another injured friend. Arden turns and activates the second escape pod, and it launches. Wolf says, what are you doing? Arden says, they don't deserve to get off this station. They killed those people in cold blood. They forced this station to fall from the sky. They don't deserve to live. And Wolf has this moment of conflict as Arden steps into the escape pod and the Azure Court soldiers are struggling forward, fear in their eyes, pleading in their eyes. And one of them even says, please, please wait for us, please. Wolf says, Arden, we can't. And before she can finish her sentence, the door seals shut, cutting the two of them off from Skoroko Station. And the escape pod launches. I think to determine what happens, we should go ahead and fulfill our vow. Because our vow was to get Kiana Arden off of Skoroko Station. She's off of Skoroko Station. Let's find out how badly things go. Six boxes of progress. Got my challenge dice. Here we go. Six progress. I've got an eight and a one for a weak hit as above, but there is more to be done or you realize the truth of your quest. If you swear an iron vow to set things right, take your full legacy reward. Otherwise make the legacy reward one rank lower. So I think what happens, the time that Kiana Arden took to step back outside of the escape pod jettison the other pod and then get back in and then they had this this brief moment of debate and then Arden launched their escape pod while those Azure Court soldiers were trying to make it to the pod was just long enough that as the pod begins to launch the station impacts the ground now as i'm imagining it the command center is at the top of Skoroko station so the bottom impacts and immediately get, begins to explode and the, the pressure and force of the impact send shockwaves up. And as the escape pod launches, it is hit by this shockwave. The two of them have managed to strap themselves in, but the shuttle, the escape pod gets thrown about and the two of them are thrown against their restraints and are experiencing incredible, incredible gravitational forces as the escape pod tumbles away from the exploding station. They're definitely going to take harm from this. And we're going to say it's three harm because this is a pretty cataclysmic experience so wolf's health is at three so that's going to drop to zero and we are going to endure harm if your health is zero or you choose to resist the harm roll plus health or iron whichever is higher we're rolling plus three on iron here we go 
Eight for the action score, a seven and a four on the challenge dice for a strong hit. Shake it off. If you're not wounded, take plus one health or embrace the pain. Take plus one momentum. Well, I'm going to shake it off and take back a health. As the two of them are thrown about in this escape pod, as it is jettisoned from Skoroko Station, they are cast against their restraints tumbling through the air and the unwelcome truth from our weak hit on fulfilling our vow is that they are thrown into the jungle on the planet iris and it's just the two of them they were possibly the last escape pod that jettisoned from the station before it impacted and so they are cast off into the jungle the pod crashes through foliage and trees all the way down to the surface and leaves a a battered broken mess of trees behind them as alexis wolf and kiana arden escape the downfall of skiroko station barely making it out of there with their lives And as the escape pod crashes and hits the ground, and the two of them are thrown against their restraints brutally by this incredible force, Wolf has one last moment as she sees Arden sitting in the seat across from her, strapped in. Wolf is trying to maintain consciousness, and she feels nauseated. And like she wants to be violently ill as the pod hits the ground, Wolf's head snaps forward for a moment and then snaps back. And as her head hits the the rest on the back of her seat, darkness overtakes her. Thanks for listening to Errant Adventures, and thanks so much to Sirenscape for the lovely ambient sounds and music throughout the episode. If you enjoyed the show, please spread the word. And if you want to support the show directly, leave me a review or buy me a coffee at ko-fi.com slash errantadventures. If you want to interact with me, I'm at errantsolopod on Twitter and Instagram, or you can email me at errantsolopod at gmail.com. I also post campaign-related materials on my website, errantadventurespod.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next time.